0: salutations and shit, folks. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Travel and Shit, where I, your host, D-Carrie, have an experiential conversation about the nuanced ways that travel intersects with regular life. So I'm going to jump right into the episode. And honestly, I'm pretty surprised that I haven't had this conversation a little bit uh, sooner. So a homegirl of mine recently asked me, um, you know, as a solo woman, do you think it is safe for my daughter to travel by herself? So we work together. So I have, I talk to her every damn day and, you know, we talk about our kids and all that jazz. Now, mind you, talking to someone about their kids is not the same as knowing their kids. So I, you know, prefaced this with, you know, I know, but so much, you know, Um, and I preface this episode the same way. The first point that I'm going to make is the most important one. And that is absolutely, you know your kids. You know your kids. That being said, um, take what resonates, feel free to, um, you know, take some pieces and mold, if you will, it into what will work best for you. This isn't necessarily like an exhaustive list of yeses, nos, pros, cons, or anything of the sort. It's more of based on the conversation that we had and a couple of things that I wanted to um, expound on i felt like it would be a perfect conversation to have because a lot of us are at at least i know i'm at that age where a couple of my friends have grown kids and it's very i guess you can say um aw- not awkward but it doesn't get lost on me personally the question of whether or not i would do the same for my future kids so one thing i think of is damn i wish i would have traveled sooner i've said a thousand times before i didn't leave the country until i was 30. uh i okay so technically i went to canada once as a kid i think i might have been 12. we went for a caravana, but i was 12. i have like two memories of the entire trip don't ask me why I don't remember more. I was 12. You'd think that that would have stuck. And I also could have been younger than 12. I don't fucking know. I don't even know if my mama remembered remember the trip. Let me know if you do. Um, but that being said, I wish that I would have traveled sooner, but I never really gave it too much thought on what I would consider the appropriate age to have traveled. I've considered other people traveling. And I know people... Um, thinking and Gabby Beckford, Pax Light, um, great resource also for not just young travel, especially young travelers, but not just young travelers. She is an expert in all the Gen Z opportunities, um, scholarships. Um, and a lot of those scholarships and opportunities are not age restrictive. My big lead 36, almost 37 year old self can apply to a lot of the, opportunities that she will post. So, Pax Light, Packslight, P A C K S L I G H T, I want to say. She I think was like episode 37. But um you can go, go to travelshippodcast.com and just put in the search bar which is at, I want to say at the bottom of the webpage. Packslight or Gabby and you, you know, get straight to the episode that we did. Uh, That being said, I am gonna just dive into, um, oh wait, no, finishing my point. I know that Gabby did travel earlier in life. I wanna say between 16 and 18. And for her, it was, it obviously worked. She was safe and she has continued to travel throughout her young life. She's, I wanna say about 25, give or take. I think, I'm not certain. But she's continued to travel. She is a professional traveler now. She employs herself um, fully through her travels and the many other talents that she has that are attached t- to the most part, I would assume, through travel. That being said, it's not that you can't travel young. It's about whether or not your younger child is... Red- and by younger, I mean 16- 16 through, say, 18, 19 maybe, um, is ready for travel. So number one rule as the parent, you know your kid. What is it that they um, are able to and not able to do while they're home? Do they use their critical thinking skills? How do they handle stressful situations? Do they lose things easily? Um, How hands-on are you with them in their normal life? if they're incapable of getting themselves, you know, up and ready in the morning, feeding themselves, like if you can't just figure it out, you know, just tell your kid, figure some things out in life, consider how well they're going to do on their own someplace else in the world. Um, You know, do they need to work better on communication? Are you having to track them down on weekend nights when you do allow them or weekday nights, whatever y'all jam is, do you allow them to, If when you allow them to be out and about with their friends, do they check in? Are they responsible to the extent that they answer their phone when you call? Do they respond back to your text messages? Things like that. Um, also in knowing your kid, know, kind of how to broach the conversation, right? I think that's one thing that doesn't necessarily get as much attention as it should. A lot of times the focus is more on the content of the conversation or the, I know what I'm going to say to you, and then I just say that, but not necessarily in how it's being said. Are you telling your kid, you can't because or saying, or delivering, I don't feel comfortable with you doing X because Y. Talk to your kids. At this point, they are expressing a desire to travel, right? Also, what is their experience of travel? What about your experience of travel have you shared with them? What is their uh, motivation for this? Are they, I just wanna explore. I just wanna find myself. I've always wanted to see this place because there are different ways to handle different situations. If they have never traveled before, if they're just, well, I've never gone anywhere, I wanna go someplace. Maybe consider taking them someplace. Maybe consider going on a trip but letting them be more hands-on with the planning of say the family trips um that's also a good precursor to your kid hasn't asked yet but at least they'll have some semblance of how planning for a trip actually works what is your strategy do you um book some place that you're interested in during a time that you want to go? Are you very budget conscious where you'll only go to a certain place because it's a certain price? Or are you very time and leave conscious where it's the kids are off this week. I'm off this week. This is when we go. Or I am only going to go to these certain areas because any place else is out of my um, budget consider having your child at whatever age they're in at whatever age they are contribute some to the planning process asking them do you want to stay you know here mind you let's not get crazy right you are the one paying for the shit so if you say huh here are these Airbnbs that I can find, and you're deciding between two or three different choices. Maybe ask the kid which one of these do you like. Right? We're gonna stay at an Airbnb. We're gonna stay at an Airbnb, and this is why I like that it has these amenities. I prefer this. Voice those things with your kid. Communication. Having it's one thing to expect a, a child, a person at all, to. Do something for themselves, but it's another thing to expect them to do something for themselves without really giving them the tools or the uh, framework for getting that thing accomplished. If you expect your kid to be able to keep a home, you know, make a home for themselves, not really having them be responsible for any chores um, or any of the household management is going to leave them a few steps behind. I remember I hated doing chores as a kid. My least favorite one, of course, was cleaning the fucking bathroom. But by the time I got my own apartment, I, I very clearly, I specifically remember calling my mom and was just like, I fucking get it now. I can keep a home. All of the stuff that you had me do around the house, granted, It absolutely took that load off of her back. Like she didn't have to do it because I was gonna do it. But it also allowed me to figure out, well, I like cleaning this way. This works for me. This doesn't work for me. So that when I got my own place, I was able to keep it clean. I'm still able to keep it clean. But giving your kids the opportunity to learn something under your watch or under your assistance, through your tutelage, if you will, um, kind of also, if you think about it, lets you see how they do with it or lets you have a little more insight into their thought process or it allows you to see whether or not they're actually good at it or not. What do they need to strengthen? What kind of skills would allow them to get better at something, right? So allowing kids to have some kind of say or some kind of influence on, um, family travel, or even your own personal travel. If you just say to your kid, hey, I'm torn between X and Z, which do you think I should do? You ain't gotta do it, but you at least get them thinking about it. And this way, the idea of travel, the idea of booking travel, the idea of paying for travel isn't a foreign concept. Like the idea of, you know, paying for McDonald's is a foreign concept to five-year-olds because they don't have a job. But if you compare it to, well, If I stop and we, if I, the adult, decide that we're going to stop and get McDonald's for whatever reason, you know, uh, the budget has it or it doesn't, you can use something as simple as, well, if we're playing Uno and you decide on this card, that means that you can't necessarily play the other card. I don't know, break it down so that it makes sense for your kid in um, whatever age appropriate realm that may be and also in a way that will make sense to them are they into pokemons i actually heard that pokemon cards are back i don't know but i made sure to text my brother so that he could get a little coin i'm i don't know if he still is attached to them pokemon cards but if he's not ching ching baby um that being said talk to your kids age appropriate and also in a fashion that they will resonate with. I don't do the sports. So somebody trying to give me a sports an- a reference or you know a sports analogy isn't going to hit for me. But if you gave me like a dance analogy or if you gave me like um, a school analogy, hell, if you gave me a save by the bell analogy when I was 14, that would hit. You know what I mean? So meet your kids where they are. That allows for them not only to develop the skills that will be helpful in planning travel it is absolutely helpful for developing developing skills that will be just useful in general. One thing that I like to um complain about with my coworkers is other people's critical thinking skills. They don't seem to be as um they don't they don't they, the standard appears to have changed. I for the life of me, do not find myself to be the most intelligent person in, you know, the world, but I'm not dumb. I find that I am pretty good at figuring things out when it's placed in front of me. It, doesn't mean that it needs to happen right away. It doesn't mean that you have to be the first person to figure it out. But are you able to, you know, get yourself out of, a, uh, you know, are you able to enter and exit a building without someone having to hold your hand? Are you able to, um, you know, what's another good one? Are you able to find, Okay. This is the one that gets me. How about this? When you are navigating, um, a lot of stuff, packages, getting things from one place to another, are you able to make it? So can you figure out the most effective way to get something done? Right. I know I'm team one trip die trying, but I've learned that if you pack things strategically, if you layer things strategically, if you critically think about the items that you need to transport, and if you think about the path that you need to take, you can make it make sense. Why would I bring the heavy things? Why would I bring the cases of soda, you know, to the stoop first? Because they're just gonna be in the way, right? I can just bring all the bags so that I can hold them on my arms and unlock the door. This way, I don't have to drop the case of soda. And you know what I'm saying? Like, strategy. Can your kids strategize? What is their critical thinking skills like? These are very important, um, not just tools, but skill sets to possess while you're in life, not just traveling, but traveling, especially when you're in a new situation in a new environment, it will absolutely come into play and it can make or break your enjoyment of the trip your safety on the trip and whether or not you get the most for your money um what else do I have in here um I have get involved in a planning process with them if your child is to is, is of the age right like let's say they're 18 19 20 so technically They're grown. They should be able to make these decisions for themselves, right? One thing that I will say that's a little bit different from going away to school, let's say domestically, right? Within the United States, if you live in New York and you pick up and move to Pennsylvania for school, I think a little bit of a difference in traveling for school versus traveling for leisure is that there are still certain things in place to make sure that your child is safe and provided for on that campus. We all understand that your kid is gonna be off campus at some point, but there, at least for your own peace of mind, I would hope that you have looked into, well, like, what are the dorm rules? What are the campus safety um not precautions, precautions works. But what are the, um? oh, there's a word, there's a word. Um, procedures, protocols, protocols, that's what it is. What are their safety protocols? Are there, is it well lit? You know, like these are things that you know, you see these things before you drop your kid off, I would assume. So you have a feel for this space. Now that may work if you are sending your kids someplace that you've been before, like if they decide, well, I love going to this, spa- this spot in Orlando that we've always gone to as a family, I wanna go by myself this time. That might be a little bit easier. That's also another suggestion. If your kid wants to go someplace by themselves and you're not really sure if they're ready or if you're ready for them to be traveling by themselves, consider sending them someplace that you know you've been with them, someplace that may be a little bit more familiar to them. I know if you go to Orlando or Miami or, you know, Austin, you go to uh, Sacramento, you go to Destin, wherever it is you go as a family. That place may be a little more comfortable for your kid to explore. If they're getting to that age where they are able to do things on their own and you're still doing the family vacation, let them do more by themselves. You want to go someplace, go ahead and go by yourself. Let's see like how comfortable or how responsive you are to me calling you while I'm you know checking in. Are you doing it the same way that you do at home? You don't necessarily have to just throw them into it. So I just wanted to reiterate that there are a few different ways, if not a million different ways, be creative, for you to get your kid into the habit of being more responsible for themselves while they're out of the home. So like I was saying about um, college campus being different from regular travel is that there are more points of accountability there are you know deans and dorms and ras and public safety and you know just a ton of other people that will be around and surrounding your kid while they are on campus so there are certain safeties that come into mind when your child is on campus that are a little bit different from when they're traveling there's no real you know there's no adult on call if you will that is responsible for making sure that if your child needs something, that it those needs and especially in an emergency situation more so not like I ran out of toothpaste, help me. You get where I'm going, right? Let's not be, let's not get too crazy. You know what I mean? You, you're you following, I believe in you. Um. So what did I have? Oh, in terms of getting involved in the planning process. So if they are about that, let's say 17 to 20, And you're still a little uncertain, especially for the younger ones, get involved in their planning process. If they say they want to go to, you know, Washington and they want to. That's another thing. Why? But I'll get to the why. If they say they want to go to Washington, let's plan a trip let's look at different things to do in washington again you know your kid if you know your kid is a you know outside person if they run track and field and you think you know what i i'm sure you would like to go on a hike Let's look, at, let's look for different locations that will afford you the opportunity to hike nearby. It's also something you might want to consider. What is your kid's experience with hiking? You don't necessarily want them going someplace by themselves and doing a hike. One, getting lost in the woods where there may not be self-service for them to get help. And two, you don't want them to get hurt while they're out and about either. So again, that's another thing. Be involved in their itinerary of things that they want to do while they're out there. If they say, I want to go to Cali. Okay, well, how are you going to get there? Have you ever booked a flight before? Let them look through the airlines. Let them look through, you know, like let them do like a mock or like a dummy trip and present you with said itinerary. So they're going to choose, not book, but they can just choose the flight, right? You tell, let them tell you like what, economy class it is. Let them tell you, um, what airline, what time they're leaving, what time they're, um, arriving and how are they getting from the airport to where they're staying? Where are they staying? How are they going to feed themselves? What are they doing while they're there? A lot of people think vacation, they think travel and they think of the experience. They don't necessarily consider the logistics. I hate planning trips for people. That's why I don't do it um, parents, that's for you. I hate planning trips for people. That's why I don't do it. You're my parents. I love you. I'm going to do it for you. Just know that it's not fun because there are a lot of questions that can go into planning a trip. That is another reason why I've got plenty of resources. Um, my solo travel planning course on TravelandShipPodcast.com. If you too do not enjoy, or if you, get to a point where you're starting to feel a little overwhelmed with the little details and the little pieces that go into planning a trip, I've got help for you. That download, that course is available on the website. So hit the resources tab and that'll drop down for you. But let them see all of what is involved in traveling. If they say they want to go to California, okay, well, how are you going to make that happen? Because if you want to go by yourself, I'm not going to plan the trip for you. And I think that in a couple of situations, hopefully not too many, because we do want our kids to grow the fuck up and do for themselves and explore and um experience the world. But when they're appropriately ready to do so. We always want them to be able to do this in a very safe as possible manner. For the most part though, let me backtrack a bit. The one one piece of advice that I always give everybody, teenager, kid, adult, young, old, anything, is trust your gut. Trust your gut, trust your gut, trust your gut. If something doesn't feel right, chances are it's not right, figure it out outside of the situation. You walk into someplace and it feels a little sketch, don't sit around and wait to see if it gets even sketchier. Leave, go someplace else. In, in fairness, not every situation is as easy to mend or remedy as just leave. So if something feels off, say at your accommodations, the accommodations that you decide to stay at, If something feels off, get into the habit of trying to identify what it is that feels off. Honestly, a lot of things you may not be able to put your feeling on. And that's because intuition is not always something. I personally believe the nature of intuition is not to always be explained. Um, My experience of my intuition Subjective. You do yours with yours. But my experience of my intu- intuition with myself, more than not, is something that I cannot place a descriptor to. Something just doesn't feel right. But I'll be able to say, it's the people in here that don't feel right. Or, you know what? Now that I'm in here, the energy don't feel right. Just something just feels off. I can't tell you exactly what feels off. I know that I feel something is off in here. Those are things that I've learned to honor. Those are things that I've learned to, when it's safe and I am at the, um, and I have the ability to remove myself from the situation I do. But if for some reason I don't, or if I can't remove myself, I know to be on high alert. I know that all of my shit is on my person. My bag doesn't go anywhere. I, You know, my jacket stays on or in my bag. I know, you know, I'd scan for the people that are around me. Who all is in here? Who am I listening for? What types of like, and what environment am I in? Is this someplace where people may be yelling or shouting? I know how to discern a I'm yelling because I'm excited or I'm yelling because i I got beef with you. Now consider how difficult that may be to decipher if you're not familiar with the language. A lot of language uh languages use tone or um you know, delivery to emphasize different meanings or whatever. So that may not be something you can do in every language. That's something that you want to have a discussion with your kid about look into getting yourself familiar with the area. And then I won't say insuring, but making sure that your kid is aware of where they're going to be, right? So say they decide they're gonna plan this Cali trip. Where in Cali are they staying? Are they staying? Are they staying at a hotel? Are they staying at an Airbnb? What neighborhood is this in? They can find the most beautiful, you know, accommodations. That doesn't mean that those accommodations are in a beautiful neighborhood. That doesn't mean that those accommodations are in a safe neighborhood. I'll never forget. I was looking at spots to um, go to Atlanta. I was dating a guy that lived in Atlanta. I was going to go out there to see him, but then I was also going to hang out like with my cousins, I had a couple of that was a cute little weekend trip, right? And I was sending him Airbnbs to see how far they would be from where he was. And he immediately was like, not this one. Not that one. And I'm like, well, what's wrong with it? The pictures look great. The price is right. And he's just like, I pass that. I pass this house every day. I know exactly what house this is. I pass it every day on my way to work. The block is trash. It's a trap house three doors down. And it's a fucking parking lot, a dead parking lot. Like it's empty across the street. You don't want to be there. I don't want you there. So those are things that you may not be able to pick up on without scouring and deep diving through, you know, all the different, cap, uh, not captions, uh comments or reviews on a property. So that's absolutely something that you wanna pay attention to when it comes to, you know, helping your kid uh, navigate the planning uh, stage and phase of a trip. So you wanna travel? Cool, what's your itinerary? What do you wanna do? Let's look into it together or send me something and I'll see how I feel about it. Let's see how you do. They might even lose interest. They may decide, wow, this is a lot more than I want to do, or wow, I'm actually really good at this. Let me try doing it this way. And they may really surprise you and pull it the fuck together and you, I want to go too, or maybe I'll take this trip. So just because it's not something that they've done before, doesn't mean it's not something that they can't do. doesn't mean that it's not something they can, because if I said, if it's not, then i have been double negative, that don't sound right. So just because it's something they haven't done before, it doesn't mean that it's something that they cannot do. They just may need your help. And also if they need your help, don't let that be, well, I, you needed me to help you do it. That doesn't mean that they can't do it. That doesn't mean that they won't be fine when they get out, when they get out there. You may need to help them. Plenty grown ass people use travel agents, right? So don't let your kid needing help deter you from feeling comfortable with them going. Being able to plan a trip is not the end-all be-all of tripping. It's not. I rack my brain and I take forever to choose accommodations, to choose this, choose that. There are a lot of steps to it. And I personally happen to be like a detail-oriented person when it comes to travel. So while there are certain things that I kind of just let happen when I get there, the majority of the logistics, I know what's going on. And that's because I chose to do it that way. So I would absolutely say, know your kid, be involved with the planning itinerary and allow them to help you plan other things so that when it comes to them planning something for themselves, they'll be more ready to do it. So that's for those of y'all that have kids that haven't gotten to the, I want to travel yet. And so, you know, a little bit also for those of you who have the kids that are already like, hey, girl, I'm ready to go. Excuse me. What did I have next? Oh, so what is the intention? What is the tone of the trip, right? What are you going for? What you going to do when you get there? Okay, so you get to Florida, then what? Right? Do you plan on staying at a resort? Um, say your kid actually wants to do international a whole host of things that come into play with that, um, depending on where they go, any vaccines needed, any immunizations needed. Um, we are now in a COVID world. So where are they getting, uh, do they need a COVID test for, um, entry into wherever they're going and there are, do we still need COVID? I, I don't know if it's certain countries require you to get a um, COVID test to come back into the States or not? I don't know. um, But that's something that needs to be figured out if they're going international, right? So what is it that they plan to do while they're there? Are they gonna just sit at the resort or do they wanna explore? Are they going into the city? Are they staying? you know, in just like a city area, are they going to Barcelona? So they don't, you know, they, you anticipate them being out and about going here, traveling there, how are they getting around? Have they ever taken the bus or the train in the neighborhood that they live in? Does your neighborhood even have a bus or a train, right? Are they familiar with public transportation? Is that something that they're going to be doing to get around? Or are they going to take taxis and cabs? If they're taking taxis and cabs, how good are they at advocating for themselves? I gave you a $20 bill, where's my change? Or um, this isn't, you know, why is then, like if you have say um, Uber, right? Like ride sharing apps. A lot of the times you can follow the path that's on there. Are, are you paying attention to that, right? Is the destination matching what you said it was supposed to be? is your kid astute? Are they aware? Are they, you know, just really aloof and just kind of let things happen? Those are things that kind of need to be addressed before you let your kid go. When they say that, oh, I just want to hang at the beach. Okay, well, that's great. What if you don't like the beach that is right next to the hotel that you're staying at or by the Airbnb? What's your game plan? Simple question, but that doesn't have to have a simple answer, right? They can just say, oh, well, I guess I just deal with it. Or, well, well, I'll go to another one. Okay, well, how do you find another beach? Are you asking strangers? Are you asking resort staff? Are you asking the internet? And all of those different decisions, like all those different routes, can result in very different, um, very different outcomes looking on the internet while the pictures may show a beautiful beach, what kind of neighborhood do you have to go through to get there? Is there a fee to get to that beach? Is it resident only to get to that beach? Um, Is it a nude beach? Is it a topless beach? Are you going to feel comfortable? Not you, the parent. Are you going to feel comfortable with your kid going there? Because honestly, that's not of most uh, importance to me. It's more, is your kid comfortable there? If um, they're comfortable being there, then that's the conversation then that you guys can have and decide whether or not that's appropriate for them. I don't got kids. I personally don't really think nudity is that big a deal. Uh, nudity doesn't have to be sexual. Um, it is what it is. But again, I ain't got no kids. That ain't my dog in the fight. That's only y'all. That's a conversation you wanna have with your kids. But these are things, I know, I went to Nikki Beach with my mom. I had no idea it was a new beach. But we were fine, you know? It wasn't a bunch of naked people running around and shaking their tits in our faces. It was just a couple of naked people that would pass by. People would lay out naked on their um, towels. You know what I mean? Nobody's bothering you, nobody's, and we're not bothering anybody. So, it's one thing, new beaches don't have to be as gross as you think they are. Um, But, What is it that they intend to do while they're there? Once they voice, you know, I just wanna relax, just wanna lay out, go to the beach, go swimming and all of kind of jazz. All right, well, are you planning on leaving the resort at all, or are you uh, looking to explore the location where you are? And And in that vein, you kinda wanna be a little more mindful of the destinations that they're choosing a couple of places aren't necessarily for not the faint of heart but people that aren't necessarily used to uh navigating new spaces on their own i can't really think of any particular place that i would say is like oh don't go here if you're a solo woman i have personally felt safe most everywhere that I've gone. Certain decisions to do certain things may felt a little more or less safe, but I'm grown and I do everything by myself home. So I've had a lot of experience navigating new things and Just things solo in general at home. That's something you have to assess with your kid. How used to doing things by themselves are there? If you live in like a major city and you know, you've been sending your kid to high school or to college by themselves, you know, if they, I don't want to say latchkey, but like if they're latchkey or if for a good portion of the week or the day or whatever, they're completely resourceful and self-sufficient. They can take care of themselves. You know by the time you get home, they've already eaten. They cleaned up after themselves little things, right? If they're able to do a lot of things for themselves, a lot of what they do for themselves here is what you're going to do what you, they're going to do for themselves while they're out and traveling. So you don't necessarily have to worry as much especially if they're going to be in a setting or an environment where they don't necessarily have to do a lot of things they don't need to move and come and go a lot of places you both may feel comfortable if you can confirm that whatever hotel that they're staying at has a shuttle that'll pick them up from the airport and drop them off from the from the airport do they um organize or facilitate doing any activities or trips and excursions or things, you can book that much more easily and know that, you know, there is a not system, but more so a history of people being brought from one place to another safely, as opposed to, I mean, I personally have no fault or fears in using Airbnb or Expedia, but. I get how some people might feel as if there's not as much or not as many points of, what's the word I'm looking for? Points of contact, like checkpoints, if you will. If your hotel, for whatever reason, if you were supposed to check out on Tuesday and you never went back to your hotel, when they go to check out your room, when they go to clean your room and your shit is all still there, red flag is going to go up, right? So what else did I have? Um, Get them familiar with navigating surroundings on their own. Consider sending them someplace a little closer. Like if you live in New York and you want to do Vegas, your kid is saying that they want to go to Vegas, right? Can we say Vegas might be the uh, safest or the best destination for a 19 or 20 year old? I personally would say no. That's me personally. I'm not even giving a reason as to why, except for there's too much going on. There are too many vices being highlighted, if you will. There's too, there are, in my mind there are too many point points. and then also what do we know Vegas for right Vegas is very party Vegas is very um nightlife club drinking um the strip just it's a lot going on i would not personally myself feel comfortable saying hey 19 20 year old cousin even 21 year old go with a group but Hey, underaged uh, friend or cousin, explore Sodom and Gomorrah on your own. I I just feel like that's like, mm, seeming like a setup. But I would say, hey, 20 year old, 17, 18 year old cousin, why don't you go visit your cousin that lives in Arizona? Fly out there by yourself, figure out how to get from the airport to said cousin's house, or you call them and arrange for them to come pick you up. Like that's something that you all can navigate as a family unit. You know that your kid is safe when they get there, but the experience of having to figure out how to get there and figure out how to get from the airport to this person's house is something that may be new and they get used to the whole I'm traveling by myself. I know before I did any uh, international travel, one of the things that I would always do is go visit my cousins or go visit my friends that lived in other states. I did quite a bit of Virginia travel. I did a lot of New Orleans travel. I did um, D.C., I would take like the bus to DC or I would like drive to DC. I would fly to Virginia. I would drive to Virginia, Uh, always flew to New Orleans. And I did that by myself um, in my early twenties, late twenties, like all throughout my twenties, I would do a lot of mostly East coast travel. Um, Where did I go to? Nope, I don't think I did. Nashville or Kentucky, before then, yeah, no. But sending them someplace where you know somebody, they know somebody, and the whole logistics of the traveling is on them, is a nice little middle ground for them to get their foot wet in terms of traveling by themselves. Also consider how far are they going? Is this someplace that you'd be able to get to quickly? If your child decides to do an international destination, can you get international? Do you have a passport, you know? Do you have funds set aside that God forbid you needed to get out there to go get your baby or see that they're okay or to help them get home for whatever reason, you'd be able to get there. So as a parent, something to consider is what is your flexibility or what is your, um, situation can you get to your kid as well that's also something to consider is your passport valid their passport if you you know decide that they're ready to go of course it's going to be valid but what about yours so that's something that you may want to put in place before that um before you pull the trigger on letting them go too far uh what else did i have here Oh, this was a good one. Your no doesn't have to be a full stop, right? You can absolutely negotiate. It's not a four-year-old. Four-year-olds, sometimes you can, sometimes you can't negotiate. But with a grown baby, with a, with a somewhat adult child, right? A newly adult, you may not feel that they are ready to go at this point but you don't necessarily have to give them a full stop, hard, no, open up the dialogue, explain to them why you don't think that they're ready. They may fucking surprise you. They may be able to sit and use their words and communicate to you why you may be um, misunderstood or wrong about whatever your perception of them and their readiness to travel may be Explain to them. Listen, I can't even get you on the phone at the end of your school day. I don't know what time you get home from school. I'm at work. I just want to know that you're there safely. Why would I feel comfortable letting you go to Guatemala by yourself when I don't even know if you got from Brooklyn by yourself? Have that conversation, right? Or if you just say, you know what? It just doesn't feel, it doesn't feel right. I can't, really put my finger on it, but something is telling me that I don't really think that you are ready. Maybe give an example of, you know, how they handled a previous situation, or even if you got nothing and it really is just a feeling, talk to your kid about that. Open up the dialogue Do you ever feel that way? How do you manage your intuition? Do you know what your intuition is? Have you ever tried to listen to your intuition? Sidebar, travel aside, please help your kids navigate intuition. Please help your kids learn vocabulary that allows them to um, really sit with and decipher what they're feeling so that they can better learn to navigate those feelings. If they are sad, try to put a pin in why they're sad. You can't necessarily fix something if you can't identify what needs to be fixed. If you know certain things that make you happy, you know that you can do those things to make you happier when you need to be happier or when you desire to have more joy and happiness in your life. So please work with your kids on being able to, identify and navigate their own feelings. Um, The same way I've told you guys to work on giving yourself opportunities to develop and listen to your intuition, do the same thing with your kids. Young kids and older kids. If you can't place why you don't want your kid to go, use it as a teaching lesson, use it as a moment. Talk to your kid about intuition and saying that, listen, One important thing about traveling is being able to kinda hear things that aren't said, hear things that don't make noise. Some things just feel, and y'all could get into it there. It may resonate with them, it may not. But the thing is, you don't know till you broach the topic. What else did I have? Um, Oh, certain things that you may want to, well, not certain things that you may wanna negotiate. If you decide to negotiate, Please be clear with those negotiations, right? Don't just say, well, when you prove that you can do better, you can go. Well, what is doing better, right? Make it a fair fight. Don't just tell them better and then not give them certain goals to meet. I know that I personally do better with goals when I have a very detailed map. When I know what little steps come together to make the whole, I can attack, whatever said goal is. If I say, for example, if you want to be healthier, like saying that you want to be healthy is cool, but saying that you want to work out 10 minutes a day, at least three days a week is something that you can measure. You've given yourself a metric. You are able to um, measure success as opposed to just saying better. They might say, well, I called you on Tuesday. All right, well, is that better? Yes, but is that better to the extent that makes you feel comfortable with allowing them to go? Another fair conversation to have is who all paying for this? You wanna go to California? You wanna go to Wisconsin? You wanna go to Guatemala? You got Guatemala money? You got Wisconsin money, right? If you are willing to help them or if they're having to fund this for themselves, work out a plan, work out a goal how about we put aside x y and z to this trip if they say that they want to travel and then they don't really have any plans to you know make said travel happen goals break it up all right well let's start with just saving money how much you think you need to travel you don't know let's look it up figure out how much a flight might be. Does that flight change in price based on when you book it? Spoiler, yes, it does. (laughs) During what part of the year are they planning on travel? Are they traveling during spring break? Are they traveling during, say their summer break from school or something like that? Or even if this is an older young child that may not be in school, but still is a dependent, have that conversation like, all right, so, You work or you don't work. I don't know what y'all life, you know, your family situation is, but let's just say they're not in school. So, you know, um, school breaks aren't part of the the conversation. They just come and go when they want, right? As long as they can get the time off from work. When are you going to go during the year? What other familial obligations are there? This is your little brother's birthday. Can you consider not going then? We'd like to be together as a family or this is a very popular time of year in this destination. It might be a little noisy. It might be a little busy. It might be a little loud. It may be a lot of stuff going on to the extent where you may not be able to enjoy the trip the way you would want to. And what's very important in deciding that is why are you going? Do you want to explore? If you wanna explore the city, you can't save money and stay an hour outside of the city because now you've got an hour to get there and you've got an hour that you gotta get back and who's paying for you to get there and back, right? So those are little things that when not considered in advance can kind of make or break your trip. Doesn't necessarily have to ruin your trip, but it's one of it's absolutely a part of making sure that your trip is what you intended to be. Uh what else did I have here? That was the ex yeah, that was most of it. Oh yeah. Um so also consider Part of that whole, your no doesn't have to be a, a hard stop. Compromise. No, uh, Brazil is probably, uh, might not be a great idea right now, but why not Miami? Why not Mexico, right? Or why not go with your brother? Or why not go with your cousin or your best friend? there are plenty of points that are middle ground that may make it easier for both the parent and for the child to agree on what is going to make both parties happiest. Um, But ultimately, oh, one other thing to mention, What is your child's health situation? Do they have any um, medications that need to be consistently taken? Are these medications that need to be like refrigerated? I feel like there was, there used to be, I could be, I'm pretty sure I'm not misremembering this, but I'm sure I remember somebody I knew had like an acne medication or some kind of medication that they had to keep refrigerated or some shit like that. How are you traveling with that? Right. If that is something that you are committed to doing every single day, you got to think about those things. Are you diet? Is your kid diabetic? Are they um, able to control that on their own? Is that something that you trust? They'll be able to monitor and navigate out of your um, supervision is that something that you think that they may or may not have a difficult time traveling with, right? Like say they, for whatever reason, um, need to take like Adderall, right? And that's the first pill that came to mind that I know people do recreationally, but then plenty of people absolutely use it because it's been prescribed to them, right? Is that something that they will for whatever amount of time that they're traveling is that going to look wild if somebody like say stops them at customs or something like that prepare them to have that conversation prepare them to be able to you know calmly explain hey i'm not selling my pills i actually take them do they need to get a you know prescription from a doctor i don't fucking know but your child's health is. Are they asthmatic? Do they are? Do they have allergies? If they are severely allergic to bees, where are they traveling? Is this some place where you know they may end up being in you know uh, an area like if they're hiking, if they're doing the swimming, if they're doing a bunch of excursions or things that are going to have them outside? Do they have an EpiPen? Is that something they can easily travel with? Those are also concerns, or not necessarily concerns, but because at, to whatever extent you would hope or assume that, God willing, these are all manageable health concern. No, I don't want to say concerns, but these are manageable health. Hmm, what's the word I'm looking for? If this is something that they deal with all the time, they manage it at home. So theoretically, it shouldn't be difficult to do someplace else. But is this something that they can do by themselves? That's a conversation that you need to have. That's the point that I'm at. Um, And they need to be able to verbalize for themselves and advocate for themselves. That is another thing that I think people don't necessarily consider to be important when doing things because you will often be picked out as being a foreigner or a traveler or just a tourist or someone that's not from here. So if somebody decides to sit right on top of them on a bench or a train, like they're immediately right next to them and they can't say, Hey bro, move the fuck over or if they don't have it in them to just get up because they feel like they're going to make somebody else uncomfortable. That's something that you kind of want to be able to discern about your kids. Do they advocate for themselves in a sense that makes you feel that they will be able to keep themselves safe while they're abroad that whole people pleasing and wanting other people to and not to say that there's anything wrong with being the nice guy. That's not what I want to imply. But it's one of those things where I'm immediately thinking of because I just started rewatching um Legacies. I've said before, I'm here for all things supernatural, but it takes a little bit for me to get into different shows. Like I have no into I don't watch like the superhero shit. Um but I am here for Oddly enough, I never thought I would be. I'm here for the vampires. I'm here for the wolves. I'm here for your witches, especially the witches. But um, so legacies. It wanted to say it was a CW show if it was ever actually on CW. But it's like the not the prequel, but the spinoff from the originals, which is a spinoff to the Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries came first. Their spinoff was actually a prequel show and then Legacies. That was just a little background information for those of you that kind of knew what I was talking about, but wasn't really clear. Now, if you have no clue what I'm talking about, just know that one of the characters, Josie, is very much a people pleaser. She is an incredibly sweet girl. She is kind. She's incredible. However, she does not stand up for herself in so many situations and it can absolutely, this ain't TV, right? This isn't a scripted series. You don't ever want your kid to be in a situation where they let something bad happen to them that could have been avoided by them just speaking up, right? It comes even in terms of, like I mentioned before, from me my change, right? or this isn't what I ordered. Don't just eat something that you don't like. Don't just accept something that, you know, not even like that you don't like, but if this is literally not what you ordered, you don't have to take that. You can say, I'm sorry, sir, but I ordered something differently. You don't want your kid to just go along with things because the adulter of the adults is saying that it's what it should be. If you get into a taxi and you say, hey, I wanna go to this restaurant. And then all of a sudden they're like, no, no, no. You should go here. Not fam. This is when you speak up. As an adult who's done a lot of things by themselves, you may be able to lead the conversation in terms of, oh, really? Why? What's going on over there? What do you know about it? How long have you been here? You can trust your intuition and gauge whether or not this feels like a safe decision or a safe pivot for you to make. But when you're new to traveling, not just new to traveling, but when you're new to navigating life on your own, that may not be something that you can readily do right away. So those are things that you want to kind of really be, those I think are the most important things to consider before you, um, allow your kid to travel on their own, know that they're going to be safe. Uh, are you looking into what is going on in the area that they're going to, right? So there are, if they decide to go international or even domestic, what's going on in the immediate area is like, we all know Ukraine ain't a good move right now, right? So traveling there, that's an immediate, it's an easy no, but certain countries are having other areas of civil unrest that may need to, sorry, y'all, my dad keep texting me, there may be certain areas where there are other civil or um local unrest or local disturbances going on that you want to know about before you just send your kid out there. If something goes wrong, are they capable of, you know, finding an exit strategy per se? Granted, there's and also are they okay with asking for help? Does your kid know when to kind of throw in the towel and say, I can't solve this on my own. I need to enlist help. Are they good at, or or do they kind of just crumble? I I can't do it. Okay, so, well, you can't figure out how the, the token thing or like the ticket card machine works to get on the train. Use your words, find somebody that works there and ask for help or you know locate a uh, security someplace or find an old lady or somebody or someone that you feel comfortable with cuz not all old ladies should be trusted but find someone that you know you can deduce as knowing what to do and ask them for hey how do I purchase this this isn't like the one that I'm used to doing plenty of people want to help but only if you ask so Make sure that they are able to advocate for themselves. Make sure they know when to be able to ask questions and how to ask, not just like how to ask questions, but I need help isn't helpful. That's not getting you the help you need. I need help with what? What is it that you need help with? How can I help you? I'm looking for the train that's going to take me to Chainlink. Am I going north or am I going south? Is this uptown or is this downtown? Do I ha- do you know how many stops until this place? Or you know, does it go above ground? Whatever. No, like I don't want to say run drills, but if they haven't, test them out. Go someplace with your kid and be like, all right, I'm gonna hang back. You take lead. Figure this out. Not as like a demeaning, oh, see, you couldn't do it, but a, okay, good start. I would suggest following up with this. Or what if you um, didn't get a response from the first three people? Then what? Help them help themselves. There are so many ways that, you know, regular life, absolutely will help you prepare for travel the same way. There are so many ways that travel prepares you for regular life because every week I tell y'all travel is so much more than vacation and it doesn't have to be limited to what your initial idea of a traveler may have been. I know mine personally was a very, um, successful not necessarily successful but somebody that was well ingrained in their career or their job like somebody that had a job had good income had like mad money and like you just had mad extra money right and that had i don't know why i thought that somebody that travels had done it before as if you didn't or weren't allowed to have a first trip but that's neither here nor there It doesn't have to look like what you think it looks like. You can always find a way to meld the two worlds, what you think it should look like and what it actually looks like. You can find a middle ground that will make you feel comfortable and that will make your child feel comfortable. I personally, as someone that don't have no kids, but someone that has traveled extensively on their own, I would say that the. couple of things that I, you know, harped on in terms of like advocating for yourself and asking questions and really just being aware of your surroundings. Did I mention that before? Just be aware of your surroundings. Is your kid, I mentioned, is your kid fucking aloof? You know whether or not your kid looks both ways when they cross the street. You know whether or not your kid walks into a doorway and stops in the doorway once they get inside. You know what I mean? It's just like, are you paying attention to what goes on around you? The way that they live their regular life is a very good indicator of what they're gonna do when they're on vacation. Emphasize that to your kid. That is a really great way for you to express upon your kid that travel, vacation, regular life, you're you in all of those scenarios, right? How do you handle yourself in this, how you handle yourself in this scenario is very indicative of how you're gonna handle yourself and all the others. So don't let them think, and you don't think that travel them and home them have to be different thems. If they're afraid to travel, point out all the different things that they're able to do for themselves. The same way I tell you to think of all the ways that you take care of yourself in regular life and that those things that you do on Tuesday or in may or in april or whatever month it is like the same things you do here you do there the things that you do there you can do here practice it here strengthen those skills here so that you are able to use them not aggressively like in a harsh manner but in a i got this i can do it and not even have to think about it and vice versa it's open for everybody. I really think that 18 isn't too young to travel. I don't think 17 is too young to travel. I think it depends on your kid. It depends on the 17 year old. It depends on the 18 year old. It absolutely depends on the person that's doing the traveling. And I think the destination matters. I wouldn't necessarily want my 17 year old to, you know, go to India on their own, but I would absolutely say, you know what? Maybe do Bermuda by yourself someplace where I would feel a little more comfortable. I know I can get to you quickly. And it's close, it's small. You you can't really get lost in Bermuda, honestly. Um, you can, I'm certain you can, but you get where I'm going. I have a really shit sense of direction. And the lady was like, listen, you're just gonna see the ocean. If you get to the water, turn around. I like that, easy. Um, but know your kid know your kid know your kid and talk to your kid and if you're the kid listening to this episode know yourself talk to yourself deduce why you want to go deduce where you want to go and deduce how you're going to go the same way you do those who what where when and hows do it for this Break things down into very manageable pieces. However, those manageable pieces look for you. If you are an hour by hour kind of kid, go hour by hour. Day by day, flight by flight, figure it out. Try different ways. And work on meeting in a middle ground where you and your parent or you and your child will both feel safe and both feel as if you can experience your trip successfully. So I'm open for questions. If you got them, feel free to shoot me an email. Um, It's pretty much it in a nutshell, same general housekeeping rate and review. Those absolutely help other people find the podcast and decide whether or not it's something that they want to check out if they've never heard it before. And Please don't forget to take the listener survey. Thank you to those of you who have already done so. It's giving me a really good gauge on what you guys are interested hearing um, more about the different topics that I can source different guests and um, ideas to fine tunes i got a shit ton of ideas but if i know that you guys are really if there's like a good portion of y'all that are interested in traveling with kids or you know traveling for boating or whatever like there are different little sections that i have going on but knowing what you guys are really interested in if you guys are a really heavy outdoor audience i can get more outdoor content in here for you so i would love to hear what you guys have to um say and i can learn that discern that from the listener survey i appreciate y'all for being here and i will see yous all next week bye